Hello and welcome to Crafting a Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman and I'm one of your hosts. Every week we bring you interviews with makers of all kinds from all over the world that identify as female, non-binary, or transgender. Today's guest is Michaela of My Northwest Nest. So Michaela of My Northwest Nest on Instagram is a wife and mom working to make her home in Seattle be both functional and beautiful for her family. Since buying the home with her husband years ago before kids, they have been taking on projects big and small when they could. With the start of the pandemic, Michaela found herself no longer in the corporate world and looking for something to do. Along came the Entryway Closet Project. What started as a need to put all the stuff by the front door has turned into a space she gets to share with others. She is not looking to make a space match the trends of the time, but looking to make a space that fits the home and fits the family. It was uh, really fun to get to talk with Michaela. Um, I will say there's probably quite a bit of laughter in this one, um, and we tackled quite a few um, topics, not just about making a DIY. So excited to share this conversation with you. Before we get into it, though, I want to give a big shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. Uh, first, a big, big, big shout out to Matthew from Artigiano Serio and Bonnie from Toolmom Bonnie, toolmomstore.com. Both of them are at the podcast sponsor level. And so thank you so much to them. And thank you also to Candice, CJ Woodgrain, Lee at Lee Runyon, Annette 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin Lefty's Workshop, Christy Twisted Twine. Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio, Obey, Ellen, Little Bear Furniture, and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so very much for your continued ongoing support, uh, helping make this podcast happen every week. Really, truly couldn't do it without you. If you are enjoying the podcast and would like to help support it, please stick around to the end of the episode, and I'll tell you all the ways you can do that. All right, let's head on into the conversation with Michaela. Well, if you're good, we can we can hop into it. All right. All right. Well, I like to start by asking my guests to introduce themselves. Would you do that for me? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so weird. Hi, I'm Michaela. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm Michaela of my Northwest Nest, which is a does not tumble off the tongue as easily as I thought it would. <laughs> So I would assume that means you live in the Northwest. I do. I live in Seattle. Okay. In the city. Oh. In, uh, you know, with all that that entails. Mm-hmm. Small houses, small yards, loud noises. hmm Okay. Yep. I've been to Seattle very briefly. Like, I've never spent a lot of time there, so. Well, you should come. It's very beautiful right now. Yes. Um, I twist, but I, I don't want, I'm in my living room, so, you know, it's look. Look beautiful. There's our yes. fig tree. That's not the fig tree. There's a fig tree. Come have some figs. Yeah. Come have some figs. Yeah. I need to. I need to head back that that way. I uh, I have a list started. Like I have people to visit in Portland. You get some people in like do the tour. Yeah. I would avoid certain months. You know. Yes. Yes. It's a little drizzly <laughs> here sometimes, but the summers. So are nice. see, like. Everyone from the Pacific Northwest says that. However, I'm from Iowa. So like anything that's not below freezing and has ice and snow, I don't care. Like it doesn't, (laughs) it does not bother me whatsoever. (laughs) I am now acclimated in a Seattle. I'd have been here for like 20 years, but the age eight to 24, I was in Indiana, in Northwest Mm -hmm. Indiana. So very much humid, hot. Yes. freezing and so yes. the smiled climate really appealed to me but now I've been here long enough where I'm kind of wussy about the other things I'm like it's hot yes it's it was so hot it was the same thing my wife and I lived in southern California for almost five years so like at you know the first couple of years I was making fun of everybody there for like putting on the parkas and the mittens when it hit about 60 degrees yeah and then by the time we moved I was one of those people so like <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I know I was like 65 this week and I'm like, short sleeves. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, before we get into how my Northwest nest. See? Yeah, see it? <laughs> Do I need a new name? No, you're good. Okay. Before I get into that, uh, I want to know like your broader story. Like where'd you grow up? Story. Yeah. Well, Katie, like, how'd you get it to was this a balmy day when I was born. <laughs> Just kidding. I have no idea what kind of day it was other than my mom took the bus to the hospital. I do know that. Ooh. Um, I know. And my dad didn't go. What? what? Yeah. It wasn't normal. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, I was born in Czechoslovakia okay. in the seventies, um, under communism. So, um, Fun I times. was there. Yeah. It was, it was great. And, <laughs> you know standing in line for oranges yes, yes. just kidding I don't know I was little so I don't you know I don't remember yeah. I remember it very fondly and with the lenses that you remember childhood with if you had a good childhood is yeah how I remember it so I don't remember those types of things but I was there through first grade and then um we emigrated and so we went on vacation to Yugoslavia and we just never came back um I don't know. My parents are awesome. They're very brave. They had two young children. They had a four and a seven year old, you know, and my kids are now three and six. And I'm like, oh my God, you like cross borders and like Mm -hmm. think you're never going to see your family again with such young children. Like at this point in my life, I'm just even that much more amazed by them. Um, But anyway, so we emigrated and then we spent uh, second grade in Austria while we were at like immigration places um awaiting where we could go where we could go live in the world and my dad was very much set on america like america was america you know it's yeah what you see in the movies and specifically california he really wanted to live in california spoiler does not live in california <laughs> um my brother does now though but anyway so then we ended up in northwest indiana because we have um distant relatives that mm-hmm. sponsored us so you see sometimes like churches will sponsor yeah. families or so they sponsored us which basically means they were responsible that we don't wreak havoc like mm-hmm. welcome to the country don't be a problem <laughs> these people are responsible um so we that we lived there because that's where they lived um and so that was third grade all the way through college i lived there in the humidity and the frozen frozenness of it and then um Then I, you know, with a friend wanted to move somewhere. I was in my twenties. It was in my young twenties. And the plan was, uh, move to a city, live there for two years, move to another city. Like it's going to be fun in our (laughs) twenties. Let's do this. Um, so we considered Austin, but we really wanted to be near the ocean. And so we picked Seattle sight unseen, never been here. Much like my parents, we like, mm-hmm. I guess we liked it from the TV. I don't know, Frasier, I don't know. I don't know what caused us to come. Um, but so we picked Seattle, flew out here, uh, found an apartment, flew back, drove out two weeks later without, I didn't have a job coming out and I am still here. She has moved away since to <laughs> Florida and then Indiana and North Carolina, but I'm still here because I got rooted. Mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up year gotcha did you go to did you go to college in indiana then i did i went to indiana university go hoosiers okay what'd you go to college for um i studied film so i studied film Mm. film studies was what i majored in (laughs) so it's coming in handy on the instagram (laughs) yes (laughs) it actually is (laughs) it's like the first thing i've done where it's coming in handy um yeah film studies i did film studies okay were yeah. you wanting to get into like the movie star world type stuff? I just loved movies, um, old movies, like from the forties, like film noir. Um, I just loved movies. I loved to like, I would just sit in the theater and like take notes, like in the dark, one of those like dorky people in the back row that's like writing notes. Um, I don't know that I loved, I mean, I, so, okay. So I went to college in the nineties before digital. Mm-hmm. So I, learned on actual film like an right <laughs> like yep. Steven Spielberg on that old camera and I actually spliced like film with like tape um and so I I don't know that my intention was ever to make movies from a production mm-hmm. standpoint but I just loved it as an art form and like what it said about our society and our culture and so I love the study of film I think a little more so, but, um, I've always been really visual. So I also did like a bunch of photography classes again on actual film. Yep. 
So this whole digital thing is like crazy. Um, <laughs> so much, so much to learn. Um, yeah, yeah I, so. I'll tell you a little, a little, uh, a kid story. So okay, <laughs> I have a almost nine year old and then a six year old, and my daughter's the six year old. And just out of the blue one day, she was like, "Mommy, way back when, when you had long hair, which for me is when I was in high school," uh, she was like. Did, you, did they have television in color? And I said, yes, they did. <laughs> and I looked at her, I said, how old do you think I am? <laughs> and then it later on went to, we got a conversation about more about television when I grew up. And my daughter's like, well, what kind of things did you watch? And I said, this is going to blow your mind. I said, we didn't, when I grew up, I didn't have cable. So I had like three to four channels that I could get mm-hmm. good with rabbit ears, right. Of like yep. adjusting the rabbit ears. And then I had to explain what those were <laughs> and explain like, that, that I had to watch whatever was on. Like yeah. I didn't have the choice to pause and change. No streaming. Yeah. All of this. And she just stops and she's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, there was no internet. There was no, like. No one had a phone with them all the time. Yes, yeah. If you wanted to, like, save a song, you were there with your cassette player and you were like, here it comes, here it comes. Stop talking, DJ, record. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that just, I still have some of those tapes. She she just, it blew her mind. She was like, but you can't watch TV without internet. (laughs) She said, yes. You actually can, and you still can. If and you we still took can. All this away, we could. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's just a little little story on top of like. The Kids are so funny. They have like no concept of history in that way. <laughs> no, and I feel like history for us was different than history for our kids in that regard, and like the technology aspect. Because mm-hmm. when we were kids, I don't feel like there was a ton of like super brand new technology. It wasn't, yeah. you know, yeah. it wasn't like It was that. just starting, right? Yes. That's what, yeah. that's what mo- the millennial generation yes. was like. Yes. Th- they went through that. I'm Gen X at the very tail okay. end of Gen X. Um, I'm, the, so. I'm the very first year of millennial. Um, okay. But still it was, I mean, I didn't, I had a cell phone in college, but not until like my sophomore year of college. Um, and it was very much like, you know, the, whatever no yeah. not even a flip phone the, though, like, the night yes <laughs> the the nokia yes the nokia <laughs> like, yeah yeah i, I found mean, like my first phone recently so my kids have it as a toy and they're yes. always like hello <laughs> how do you even know no, it exactly <laughs> doesn't look like an iphone no. or like you know anytime we call somewhere they think there has to be video along with it like yes. so wh- no. why wouldn't you yeah. make a facetime call with video they're always like where is so and so it's just my voice i'm just right. talking <laughs> anyway uh, i took us down that rabbit hole anyway oh, I'm, so, I'm such a tangent talker that we like we'll never get back to the topic so okay so you majored in film yeah you moved to seattle what yep. did you get into? Like, um, what did I get into? I started working for Nordstrom uh, in their contact center. And I ended up working there for 17 years, not in the contact center, but for the yeah. company. Um, and I went through like, you know, 15 different roles and mm-hmm. into corporate America and whatever. But I started on the phone. Welcome to Nordstrom. This is Michaela. How can I help you today? <laughs> Taught me a lot of patience, but mo- mm-hmm. boy, did my muscles hurt at the end of the day from smiling at my screen. It's like... Anyway. It's just interesting because why do you need to smile at your screen if you're talking? Because <laughs> you have to like have the happy attitude <laughs> while you're helping, you know, like East Coast ladies pick out their favorite color or whatever. And they're like, well, I'm, I have blonde hair. And what color do you think? I'm like, well, the raspberry would be really great. I'm like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> but my favorite calls were the like the problem calls, the ones that would call and they'd be like, listen, I've got a problem. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Because it wasn't boring and it gave me right. something to solve. I've always like loved solving problems and like figuring out puzzles. So I like those calls. Nice. Those were, they were fun. Like yeah. what are they already mad? What are they going to be more mad? I'm not going to make true. them more mad. I don't think. See, I mean, this unless is- they're trying to get Uggs during whatever age Uggs were like 10, <laughs> 10 month wait list. Unless I told them, I'm sorry, but 
there's a shortage of sheep. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, my that's granddaughter where, really wants them. That's where we differ. It appears you like people and I do not. That is where it to. <laughs> I'm I do not really like people. I'm not very people-y. I am what I would probably say is like a loud introvert. Okay. I've worked over the decades to feel comfortable around people earlier than my introversion would like to allow. So, <laughs> and that took, that took a long time. That took some decades to like, not be the wallflower like this, Yeah, yeah. whatever, <laughs> but I'm going to the Meridian conference here in a few weeks and then Haven mm-hmm. later. And I'm like, okay, if you see me on the outskirts, just like come <laughs> drag me to the middle. Cause it's so vulnerable. Like I, I don't actually like people. I don't, but I'm a loud introvert. So <laughs> people think I do just, yeah, I, I'm just uh, very animated. That's all my, uh, my work, my, uh, work within the realm of like, um, service, you know, and peopling a lot was high school and it was as cashier, um, first and then lifeguard. I actually enjoyed lifeguard because the only time I had to talk was to yell at people to stop running. And that was like ideal. Oh, that's uh, a good job. <laughs> That is a good job. You, you get to yell at people. You're yeah. like, and you had a whistle. I bet yes. you had a whistle. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Um, but cashiering, man, I was just like, especially because they put the teenagers usually at the like in the evening, right? The like uh-huh. full timers do the day shift. So I yeah. get all of these like just angry women, so many angry women who are just like angry at their job, angry <laughs> at the world, like. And they just come through the checkout line and it's like, just take it all out on the cashier. On the poor cashier. But now that we're growing, you're like, there's a lot to be angry about. Now (laughs) I know. Now I know. (laughs) And I'm going to go just pay it back to those. Except for I don't. I am still one of those people. I'm one of those people of like, if they, if a cashier goes past did you find everything okay? Like if they try to have a conversation with me, I just look at them. Like I am not the convo person. Let's just get through the line. Let's just stick to the weather. And yes. Don't ask me about anything no, else. No. That's the great thing about being an introvert with children, especially if you have an extroverted yes. child, because they're like, oh, wah! right. And I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Any cute. Look at yeah. Don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. okay so you went into Nordstrom did that for a long time a long time a long time lots of lots of jobs yeah and then that ended during the pandemic and there were lots of layoffs and I was one of them in summer of 2020 which was very scary but Mm -hmm. because y'all had been there a long time but there you know I had my time there had run its course anyway so it was a blessing in disguise, they mm-hmm. say. And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to be home for the summer. With the, I'm going to enjoy the summer. Right. Summer in Seattle is great. I'm going to enjoy the summer. And then I will look for work in the fall. And, you know, as long as I'm home, we bought our house in 2009 during the recession. Mm-hmm. And it was a very much a, a fixer, fixer, fixer upper. Okay. Because um, it was, we're the second owners. So it was one woman raised four kids in here with one bathroom. How'd she do that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um. And so we bought it from her kids. It was an estate sale and nothing had been done to it since the eighties. My kitchen is still very much eighties and literally crumbling and falling apart. Like drawer faces just fall off and I just oh, like glue them back together. Until that's fun. Remodel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one right now on the floor that I need to glue back up. Um, so we bought our house in 2009 and um, what was I talking about? <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming we're getting at like the origin of the uh, DIY. Oh yeah, I lost my job. There you go. That's where I was. Boom, I'm back. Okay, so lost my job. Um, I should really get some stuff done around the house that we've had on our like lists to yeah. do. You know, um, and daycare in Seattle is very hard to get into, so we kept the kids in daycare two days a week, um, and then I, you know, was trying to do stuff during those two days. And I started posting that on my personal account. Um, And then fall came around and we're in a pandemic and, you know, then spiky this and spiky that and whatever. So we were like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't go back yet. And like job prospects were weird and it just kind of snowballed. So like every few months I'd say, okay, well, after Christmas and after whatever. Um, And then around, I started my account in January of 2021 
Um, and so we kind of decided, okay, well, I'll be home for a little bit longer. And the first big project I did was this uh, entry closet, which used to be a brick wall. It was a three-quarter brick okay. wall with a brick pad. It had, a, I think, an electric fireplace at some point. And being an old house, we have like zero closets. We have like a small closet in each bedroom. So that's two. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. We have a little bit of a storage closet upstairs, but so there's nowhere to like put your shoes, put your coats. There's, you know, none of that. Um, so we tried all the things we had hooks, we had a coat rack, we had various like benches. At one point I used Amazon boxes to construct some kind of like thing to like test out. Like, do we need <laughs> like, so th- that was my concept. I bit I built a model out of boxes. Um, and like nothing was working. I'm like, we need a closet with doors. Like, I'm just going to go buy like one of those Ikea closets. I'm just going to put it on the brick. And I was talking to my husband about it. And he, uh, he said something along the lines of, I know you hate the brick. Why don't you just take it out? And it was like this light bulb moment of like someone giving my heart permission to like do what I really wanted. Mm -hmm. I still like, I was like, I can do that. He was like, yeah. And he was working from home then upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, so then I was like, well, you know, I'm probably, I don't want to like, you know, you get to a certain point where you're like, I don't want to flood my personal account with me, like chiseling out brick. So I'm just going to start this other account for it. So that's how I started it. And I just went to YouTube and I, you know, I've never really had a fear of like power tools or learning something new. If you ever do like, you know, a strengths finder or like where you find what your, um, personality strengths are my top one is always learner like Mm -hmm. if I can learn something I don't even care what it is a new card game how to use a tool a recipe like I I don't care what it is a cartwheel like whatever Mm -hmm. I just love learning like my brain just fires up at new stuff um so DIY is perfect for that because there's always something to learn and there's always a problem to solve (laughs) it's a good mix for me um so I've never really had a fear of like power tools because we've been working on our house, you know, at that point for about a decade, we, we bought a super fixer upper and it needed everything done. It's, it still needs everything done. We're trying to plan a more major remodel. Like it still needs a new roof that we should have replaced like eight years ago. You know, we redid all the wiring and the plumbing. No, we haven't done the plumbing yet. And like the crawl space and replace the water heater and scrape popcorn ceilings. We worked on it for two months before we moved in. So it was just out of necessity that you just learn how to do the things and then your skill sets keep kind of growing. Um, and so when it was like, take down the brick wall, I was like, okay, I mean, how hard can it be? Like, it just seems like it needs a lot of muscle. Maybe it'll be messy. You know? So here I was like chiseling with a hammer while he's like working upstairs. People are like, what's happening? Oh, my wife's just chiseling some brick out of a wall. <laughs> you can watch her on the internet. Right. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Athena Outfitters. Athena Outfitters is a quality workwear brand for hardworking women that sells everything badass beauties need to get the job done from work boots to basics. They curate the toughest essentials made to help you perform every piece is handpicked to seamlessly slide right into your daily lifestyle from rugged and roguish weekday wear to effortless weekend flair. You can fill your closet with gear that can do it all. So for Christmas, I ordered my wife like a very nice pair of slippers from Athena Outfitters and she loves them. Loves them so much that she has accidentally gone to the gym and the grocery store in them because they seem to never leave her feet. So definitely a place to go check out, go get the goods that help you not only out in the shop, but just in your daily uh, work around the house and outdoors. As a listener of the podcast, you can go to Athena Outfitters website and use coupon code MM, as in M&Ms, 15 for 15% off any purchase. So again, you go to athenaoutfitters.com and use the code MM15 and get 15% off of your purchase at checkout. Anyway, here we are and we have a closet. There you go. So there you go. I'm always like, I I don't know what it is. I'm always amazed with um, when I have 
like the DI the DIY crowd on um, as guests on the podcast because like I make furniture, I make things out of wood, I make objects, right? But like when it comes to doing like a home project, like almost my entire body just goes <laughs> like we do not know what we're doing here. <laughs> like alert, alert! Like it's just super <laughs> scary to me. Um, that's why I'm still sitting in my podcast closet and it's still not finished. Um, oh my gosh, that sounds so dreamy. I call that an introvert closet, and I'm like, I wish I had an introvert closet. I could just like hide in. Yeah, it's it's also become little, my little cozy space. space. Yeah. It's also oh my gosh, that out. sounds so good. Um, but you know, you can't see, but like my desk are still like. TV trays. <laughs> like, you well, know? you can't see, but you're sitting on top of about four cookbooks on top of a stool. There we go. <laughs> and I have my coffee on my kid's stool right next to me as well. It's very glamorous. Yes. Um, so I just, I don't know. I'm always, it, it just must be something like you talked about, like kind of internally where that does like if my wife said to me, we could just remove the brick wall, I'd be like, fantastic. Let me get out the phone book of contractors and like <laughs> go hire that out. That sounds like an awesome idea. <laughs> I do that, but then I'd be like, can I help you? <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> can I get a discount if I help you? Like we seriously ask contractors that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can I help? Uh, can, I, can I be labor? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I have a healthy fear of like, using power tools correctly because I like having all my fingers and my grandpa right. was missing part of a finger so I was like I like yes um and I stopped short of like plumbing and electrical because you know if you do that poorly that's like flood and fire right. I mean I'll change out like light switches and lights and things like that right. but I'm, I'm not going to rewire my house maybe one day I mean my neighbor knows all about that so maybe one day <laughs> there you go but um but uh, <laughs> But, you know, I have a fear of certain things. I've never framed anything that I then went inside of that could have fallen on me. So <laughs> maybe one day. I think, I mean, I um, think the biggest project I've done, I'm trying to think, for home, that was like a thing. And it's not even for us was. Um, well, that's the I, way to do it. Someone I, can fall on someone else. Is I made, I made the uh, uh, screened in catio for the kids. Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Um, are their cats still alive or did they get squished? They are still alive. <laughs> See, good job. They're good job. They're, they're alive. That's all you can ask. Uh, we do have a bathroom project that is probably going to be mostly done by us. We did, we, we took the leap kind of like you, we hired out the, the shower bit, the shower and tub bit, like the plumbing and all that. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've watched all of you the don't want to leak like five no, years later no. behind the wall. No. And I've watched all these like amazing DIY women like completely do like redo it on their own. And like, again, fantastic. Not me. <laughs> like, that's where I draw the line. Um, but, you know, vanity, I'm like that could be fun. It's something I could make. Right. It's like yeah. if I could turn it into the object. I mean, you're I'm making like, furniture then. Absolutely. It's just yeah. furniture. Right. I mean, I look at our kitchen and I'm like, how hard would it be to make kitchen cabinets? I mean, it's just a box. Right. <laughs> it's like when I made these, I'm like, it's just, a, it's literally a rectangle. How right. hard could it be? The first one took me two days. <laughs> I was like, and then, you know, by the, right. I did the last three in one day, like you get faster and right. better at it, but you know, they're not actually rectangular because my floor is sloped. So it has an incline. It's, it's a little tricky, but, but you, everything always seems easier than it is until you start. So yeah. there's, there's a benefit to being like dumb and brave because <laughs> you don't know. You're just like, I'm just going to just, dr- right. I'm just going to go ahead and chisel some brick. It's like, right. it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. How long did it and, take you to chisel that brick? I do have to know that. <laughs> um, well, I only did it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> right. So it took me uh, maybe three weeks. Six, okay. six days. And I did it by hand. I did it with a chisel and a hammer. Yeah. I didn't, um, I got like a, my dad sent me a, whatever it's called. I'm really bad with remembering names of things. Just like the little. Not a jackhammer. It's like a. Right. Yeah. Anyway, but I didn't like it because it shook me too much. Like, I don't like, I'm a, more of a fan, like the, the table saw is my favorite saw. I like more stationary mm. equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, drills are fine, but like miter saw, good. 
recently I just used a jigsaw a few weeks ago for the first time and I liked it. I don't like the circular saw. I don't like it. It's just like yeah. too big and bulky and heavy. And you know, I'm a little person. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, eh. um, so I didn't like it. And I just went back to doing it by hand, but it was very empowering. I mean, like I just got a brick wall with right. my hands. Right. So yeah, it took a, it took a little while. It was very messy. Every day I put up like a plastic murder tent <laughs> here, <Right>. like <laughs> just around that area. And then it took me like an hour to clean up before I had to go get the kids. So I was just like running around trying to clean because we were living here. Right. So every day I cleaned it up and there would be like, you know, rows of brick missing. And then I put the shoes back and the coats, like everything mm-hmm. went back and we lived. And then two days later, I took it all out, put up my murder tent. Tick, 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 and so Maybe that's, maybe that's a little bit of my fear too, is like any home rental project, like we're living here. Yeah. (laughs) So it feels also like time sensitive, right? Cause like all Mm -hmm. the places that I want to hit are like the kitchen, the bathrooms, like, and I'm like, it seems to take forever every time. I'm like, how long can it take? But you're doing so much waiting for like, you have to put the cabinets in before they can measure right. for the counters. And then it takes weeks and you're just like staring at holes in the top of your right. cabinet. Like, what? why can't we like figure out to do this a little faster? <laughs> I know. Um, so what were the, some of the first projects that you did? I mean, you said you and your husband worked on it, have been working. Yeah. On so too. we moved in, we got our keys I mean, before I lived here, I did like, you know, every rental I lived in, I like painted and mm-hmm. painted stuff because that's really right. mostly what you could do. Um, but when we moved in here, we, first of all, our yard was looked like a cabbage patch, except it wasn't cabbage. It was weeds. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot. We've been, we've been fighting the war <laughs> of the weeds because, <laughs> you know, very much here, like using pesticides is no good because it runs into the like yeah. salmon into the, so it's like, you just pull them out. That's the best you can do. Um, so, you know, lots of yard work. Um, we got the keys the Friday before Thanksgiving and we spent from Thanksgiving until New Year's day, basically going to work. We kept our clothes in the car or here, came here, worked in the evening, excuse me, worked in the evenings, um, had a crappy dinner and went home and slept. And we did, I think we took like one night a week off and then we, we were here all weekend, every holiday. So, Thanksgiving, we removed popcorn ceiling in this room and a bedroom. And then Christmas day, I think we refinished the floor. So those were the first kind of like bigger projects where Mm -hmm. we were like, I don't know how to remove a popcorn ceiling, but you tell me I got to like, that was my first murder room. I had to like Mm -hmm. wrap the whole thing in plastic and we got to take a hose to the ceiling. That sounds fine. Let's do that. I mean, what are we going to do? It's already a fixer upper, right? <laughs> I mean, we can't do too much more. Um, so yeah, those were kind of the big ones with popcorn ceiling, refinishing the floors, painting everything, cleaning everything. And then it just went from there whenever something needed to be done. Kind of, like, kind of what's falling apart the most. We had like a shed that was like compromised. We had to knock that down. We to, our fence in the back was like to here. So we had to like be real friendly with the one side neighbors. And that was fine. But they're like, let's learn how to build a fence. <laughs> a tall one. Yes. Now we've done that twice. We've actually rebuilt that fence last summer. Um, so, you know, things like that. Just thank goodness for YouTube. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness it is what it is today. Like, in, you know, 10 years ago, it wasn't quite as handy. We actually right. did go to the library and get books. Right. <laughs> we're like reading things. That would, like, that would definitely. Not feel books. That would definitely like, you know, blow my daughter's mind. Like what? No. <laughs> encyclopedias. I was trying to tell my kids about it. Like I had an encyclopedia set at home. So Do they even yeah. make those anymore. I don't know. I um, but yeah, to... so those were the kind of big things we started with. So I'm like sneak. I'm, I'm stalking you on Instagram oh, no. right now. Um, so what you, you know? started, you started, you said early 2021 with the new yeah. account i think january or february of 2021 so just over a year ago holy shit girl can you like yeah. give us the secrets on how to grow that fast because <laughs> sure <laughs> okay one accidentally make some reels that take off okay <laughs> it's kind of just luck 
Um, it's not all it's cracked up to be because like my engagement and even my story, my story views are worse than when I had under 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Instagram don't like me. I'm like, hello people. <laughs> <Is anybody> there? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was honestly, it was just, so it was, it happened to be, so, um, my growth has happened since like, uh, Thanksgiving of last year when just when the last one room challenge ended, which those have been actually really good for me. The uh, one room challenges have been really great because they're just set up to like community and sharing and inspiration. And so Mm -hmm. that just naturally happens. The best growth comes from people sharing you Mm -hmm. just organically sharing you. I've never asked or like done like a share for share let's share each other kind of plan just because it it I don't know it just feels icky yeah it feels icky um so like organically like put doing just doing what you hopefully you're having fun with it because if you're not having fun what like this is way too much work Mm -hmm. to be doing it if you're not enjoying it I don't care like no one's making a million bucks maybe some people are but not me um so you have to be doing it for the joy of doing it it's but there's, there's a really hard transition when you, if you're trying to make a hobby into a job, right. Yeah. It's going to start feeling like a job that you have to show up to. And so you have to be willing to take some of the joy out of it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to try to make money at it. And so the best, the best growth is organic is slow, organic. Someone sharing you. I found that's like, that's when I got the bumps of people that showed up mm-hmm. reels and growth from that is it's good. Yeah, sure. You get a bigger number, but it's, it's people that might actually never show up for you. Right. And yeah. so it kind of hurts you in the end. I've heard that from um, Simply Aligned. Um, mm-hmm. we were yeah, she's had some really that. fast growth. Yeah, with her as well. That plate wall, man, it was everywhere. <laughs> That's what she said. I mean, she's, you know, she's like, it, yeah. it, it took off. Um, and she said a very similar thing, though. She's like, okay, yeah, my follower number like skyrocketed but she's like I don't know any of those people it's not like any it's not like quality growth and a feeling of like connecting with yeah it's much harder to I mean you you can't you just can't connect with that many people um and then people the larger number you have people feel like they can't Mm -hmm. they're like somehow going to be bothering you and I'm like I'm 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 sitting here with a thing on the cookbooks like I'm not fancy (laughs) right um, feel free to like, say, Hey, so I try to like, you know, reach out to like new far- followers, not every single one Just yeah. say, Hey, thanks for following. Let me know if you have any questions, you know, and I'm trying to figure out ways to do for those connections. So for example, I do a midweek check-in every Wednesday when I remember, um, to genuinely ask like, are, is everyone doing okay? Are you doing okay? It's, it's been a rough few years, like, mm-hmm. and it continues to be like <laughs> world on fire. Like, yes. <laughs> please take away rights. Please like murder all these people. Like, right. seriously, like, how are you doing? Right. So yeah. I ge- I'm genuinely asking, is everyone okay? Cause the thing about like mental health that really bugs me and that's coming from someone that's like, you know, had depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and all of that is the thing people always say is ask for help, ask for help, which is the hardest thing to do. If you're actually suffering from like, you cannot ask for help. Mm-hmm. The saying should be, offer help, like checking on the people that you haven't talked to in a while, checking on the people you talk to every day, like they yep. may be depending on you. So I genuinely am doing like a check-in of, is everyone doing okay? And if, if someone took the effort to make that slider go less than half, I reach out and I say, Hey, I noticed it was a little bit low. Is there anything going on? Like what, can I help you with anything? And I've had like some of the best conversations with people and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm just, you know, on the outskirts of Paris, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, tell me more. I'm doing the right. <laughs> it's just so fun. Like, that is the best thing. And I think yeah. anyone you ask, that is the best thing about at least these Instagram communities that were like, you know, there's a few yeah. communities of like woodworking and DIY and like art and like yep. design and home that kind of float yep. around each other. And that is the best thing I have found is people are so nice. Like people, the internet, yes, is full of trolls and trolley, but my experience hasn't, hasn't really been, I mean, there's been some creeper older men that I'm like, but um, for the most part, people are so kind and it's, and me as an introverted person, like I get to connect with people while I sit on my couch. 
winning. I don't have to go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, texting was made for people like me. I'm like, oh, I can read that. I'll respond two days later. Like, whatever. It's but totally like, yeah, the worst thing would be to have a house phone. I have to answer. Are you kidding me? Never. (sighs) Okay. Can you feel me on this? It, It took until my 30s and I still can struggle to like, if I have to call a restaurant to like order something like my whole body goes into panic mode I'm like can somebody please somebody else please make somebody else call (laughs) yes I don't mind calling only because I got lots of practices as a kid so you know having that my family emigrated here my parents have um accents and I was I was young enough that my accent disappeared um but so they always when we were young and kids can like learn language really fast I mean I did first grade in English, second grade in German and third grade, I'm sorry, first grade in Czech, second grade in German, third grade in English. And I didn't speak any of those before right. those grades began. Your brain just right. kind of goes as a kid. Yeah. So, you know, me being the older kid was more of the translator for my parents. So I had to call and all of that. So that doesn't bother me so much, but in, in person, because, because you could just hang up, right? Like if you call a restaurant <laughs> and you're like, well, I fucked that up. You're like, they don't know it was me. You call back with a, with, you call back during a different shift. It's fine. It's right. fine, Kitty. They won't know. They won't know. It's fine. Um, but in person, yeah, I don't like, like walking up to a counter and be like, yeah. excuse me. I just wanted to. Yes. <laughs> it's an actual human interaction. <laughs> That's. That's where it gets shut down. That's where it's like, and luckily though, I married a quiet extrovert that makes friends with the person sitting next to him on the plane. So (laughs) I'm always like, I don't have to make friends ever again. (laughs) He's going to do it for me. Hey makers, today's episode is sponsored in part by toolmomstore.com. At toolmomstore.com, you can find any and all tool-based merchandise for all genders, all sizes. They've got mugs, they've got shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. I have uh, one of the shirts myself that has the uh, hashtag woodworker on it, and I also have a couple of the mugs that define what and who is a tool chick. So super excited with the merchandise that I have. I know that you will be satisfied as well. Um, and also, great discount for those of you who listen to the podcast. At checkout, if you enter the code MAKERMOM, you will get a 20% discount off any of the merchandise that you buy. So that's just toolmomstore.com. All right, let's head back into the action. Perfect. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so when you started the new account last year, did you intend for it to be a business or just to get nope. it from not sharing on your, on your, I just didn't want to share it on my personal account. Yeah. Um, and so I started it because like my mom, my mom <laughs> and some friends were like, Oh yeah, I like seeing what you're doing. Um, so I started it. So it kind of had its own yeah. place. And I've always been the person that if I tell someone I'm going to do this thing, I am 10, 100 times more likely to actually do it. Yeah. So accountability, those are my two things. And I've always like, as much as I love learning, I love teaching. And so I'm, I'm not here to teach or to inspire. I know those are like <laughs> phrases that every single DIYer is just like, watch me. I just picked up a power tool. Right. And I'm here to inspire you. Like, I'm not here to do that. <laughs> I'm not. I actually have very strong feelings that that is incorrect. <laughs> Mostly because I think home and DIY, woodworking, muraling, all that. It's an art. Yeah. It has to be part art. It's a lot of function. It's a lot of skill, but it's art. And I would never walk up to an artist, uh, someone who writes songs, makes film, writes a book and be like, will you please inspire me? Like that is not their job. Their (laughs) job is not to inspire me. It's my job as a consumer to find inspiration in whatever it is in trees and music in an Instagram account. It's okay. my job to find the inspiration. Not like it's not my job to give you inspiration. Like no. uh, that may be controversial. So because... then, what is your job as a 
I'm going to call you an influencer because that is what you get categorized as. I prefer content creator. <laughs> no, I, I really do because I, I, I create content that perhaps Correct. is entertaining, helpful, educational, <laughs> inspirational. I don't know. Um, but I don't want to like influence you to do anything. But okay. Again, comma, <laughs> comma here. Comma. Isn't, isn't that how you can monetize the content you create? Yes, it is. And that would be an assumption that that's what I'm looking to do. Correct. Right. So here's <laughs> like, here's another thing. Uh, once you're like in this world and you start you know, mm -hmm. growing your audience a little bit, you see everyone around you monetizing it. And at some point you're like, crap, this takes a lot of time, a <laughs> right. lot of effort. I should be making some money at this. And so there's this internal pressure and external expectation that you mm -hmm. should monetize. But again, you have to, if you love doing this thing as a hobby, it's something fulfills you. Most people do it because it fulfills them. Somehow. Correct. Yes you have to give some of that up if you're going to make it a job. True. Like it's, you're not going to enjoy it as much because there will be expectations in order to get you money from Correct. a brand, from yourself, from your bank. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you have to make that trade-off. And I mean, I'm monetizing it a little bit. Am I making a living? No. No, it's certainly not replacing any previous salary I've ever had. Right. Um, so what, so what, Kate, your question, which I think is an interesting one. I don't have an answer for which is I keep, why I keep talking about other things. What? <laughs> I'm really good at it, Katie. And half the time, I just hope you forget. Um, uh, <laughs> um, what was your question? <laughs> what am okay. I here for? Yeah. What am I doing? Yes. What am I giving? Yes. Like as defined by you, right? So you're saying controversial, perhaps, but not there to inspire, which I do get. I actually get a lot. I mean, because I, I'm okay. not either. People find get inspiration from me, but that's not my main. Like, yes, that's and not that's what my I mean goal. By it. Like I hope, I hope I inspire people to. Right, right. I hope I do. I hope they're inspired to use color in their house. Yes, and not just white. I hope, they, <laughs> I hope they figure out what it is that they love about their house, that they right. listen to their house. Like there are design trends I love that will never be in my home because it doesn't work for my house. I live in a 1940s bungalow. I don't live mm -hmm. by the sea. Well, I actually kind of do, but <laughs> I don't live in a farmhouse. I don't right. live in a new build. Like, so a lot of the accounts when I started following, I couldn't identify with because I was not bringing character to a builder grade home. That's another phrase build, yeah. you know, because that's where a lot of people live in. I don't live in that. So I couldn't identify with it. I mean, I could identify with portions of like finding your voice. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, I don't even have drywall. Like, right. work on my house. I don't have drywall. <laughs> What's that like? It seems mm -hmm. nice. And they're like, you can just hang something with a push pin. I'm like, I'm guessing you I have, have plaster walls. Thing. I have to like, really, uh, we have, yeah, plaster. It's not There's... laughing plaster. It's plaster over 1940s drywall. So they're really thick because it's like, oh, two that's walls fun. That's, that's yeah, really it's really. Fun. So when I was like, back in this, I was like, <laughs> what the heck? But I love seeing in the walls of my house. It's like my favorite thing. Um, see, tangents. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, what are you here for? What is, uh, oh, what Michaela? do I hear? Yeah. Stop remembering the question. God, I keep trying to get away from it. Um, what am I here for? I'm gonna think about that. I don't know. <laughs> Why am I here? Why am I here? I show up every day. Well, I don't show up every day now. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But I show up yeah. still for accountability. Mm -hmm. I show up because it's fun. If it's not fun, I'm not gonna do it. I show up because I love to learn and I love and I assume that if I'm learning something, you want to know about it. And I'm <laughs> trying to teach it like yeah. like things that excite me. I just think it must excite everyone. So I'm gonna tell you about it. And I'm like, no. Seems really boring. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I do. I don't I know if some... that's. The, I don't know if that's a really an answer. But it is to me. You have stumped me. But it is down. to me because. What do I bring to the world? Katie wants to know. <laughs> it's something that I still. Um... What do I bring? <laughs> it's something that I still struggle with on my account. Like I've, I've 
niched down. And sometimes I just want to punch the niche uh, <laughs> because I'm like, no, I want to go do something else. Um, and, and it will over time, but like, ideally, I don't know, like, I'm like you now, I've gotten to a point of, this sounds really bad, but I kind of don't care if anybody else likes what I'm doing. Like, yeah, you get to a point where you're like, whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just going to go do, you know, what I want to do with this little bit of time and share it with you. And I think that is why, like, I've, I get more engagement now just because it's like, oh, we can actually tell like you're having fun. Like you're enjoying it. Shows this. if you're yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. And I go through phases where I'm just like not feeling it. And I, yeah. and it is forced because yeah. I feel like I should. And I think that comes through. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's. And you, I think you also hit on something else that sometimes like I think it, when you're in the content creation world and you have an idea that, like I have an idea, I want, I do want this to be my full-time job, not content creation itself. Like I, but I mm-hmm. want that to be a piece of the puzzle, right? Yes, I want, that's the thing. I want to make a living off of doing what I love. That is absolutely right. what I want to yes. do. Um, but I also sit back sometimes and realize like, like right now, I'm in a slump just personally outside of like the Instagram world. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't posted in whatever, right? It's like, I might post twice a week at this moment. And it, and if I was doing, if I was like so set on this being a large part of like money coming into the mm-hmm. door for me, I would feel like I have to post. And then those yeah. would become disingenuous because yes I I don't feel like like I'm like no like (laughs) I need to retreat right now I need to be by myself I do not need to be putting on some fake fucking face for the rest of the world to think that everything's okay Mm because like it's not and it's hard (laughs) finding that sweet spot right of like I want to be I want to want to be here yes I want to be enjoying it because that shows through but also like you have some kind of audience that wants to see certain, like, I'm not going to show, um, I don't know. My stomach just gurgles. <laughs> I did not hear it. You, <laughs> <laughs> I had breakfast. What's up? Um, it's got something to say. Um, but finding that sweet spot of like things I want to share, but things people want to see just because I want to share. It doesn't mean people want to see it. And right. that's fine. I can keep sharing it. I just can't be disappointed. People don't want to see it. So like finding that sweet spot between those, like there's certain things I share that do better than others. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I share things that I'm like, you know, I, I know this isn't the most popular topic, but I want to share it. And this is, this is my corner of the internet. So I get to do what I want. And there's other times that I listen to what people want because this is not a reality show. Like I'm very firm on like, I have boundaries. Like I don't, I don't talk about my kids' names. Mm-hmm. I don't show their faces. I try really hard not to talk about their gender. Mm-hmm. Like I have two kids and here are the ages. That's all you need yeah. to know. You know, I don't, I have a husband. I refer to him as like, Mr. I've said his right. name, he's shown <laughs> his face before. <laughs> and that was like one of my most popular like story <laughs> series. And I'm like, shoot. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have very like firm boundaries yeah. about privacy. So it is not the Michaela reality show. I'm not going to show you everything I'm having for breakfast and dinner and like every single thing I do. I'm, I I'm think keeping so, it within a yeah. realm, but I so think the reality, me, been, yeah, I think the reality is even those that we feel like show so much of themselves. They're still only showing us what they deem what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and that's, I mean, and that's, I have several people who started as Instagram friends and have become like in real life friends. Um, And, and so I know stuff that's going on in the background and stuff. And I'm sure that's the case across the board. Um, But I, I do feel wary of it sometimes that, I'm doing such an injustice if I'm not in a good headspace and I come on and I portray to be in a good headspace. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just an injustice 
like to myself of like trying to lie to myself but it's this injustice of like perpetuating this idea of like perfection of perfection and that social media is so great and all of that stuff um and I just don't think that's where it needs to be that's I mean that's also why it's like I continue to get braver and braver about maybe not me directly talking to things going on in the world like from my voice but finding other people who are talking about it and sharing and lifting up their Mm -hmm. voices just because I'm like I don't know like I I can't just be here just to show some something perfect because yeah life ain't fucking perfect no (laughs) there's nothing even close to it yeah 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 and it's hard to figure out like how where again where where do you find that line of what you want to share how much of your life you want to share no matter what it's going to be right, curated right, and like right. a slice of right because you know you don't have a 24 7 camera following <laughs> right, you around right that'd be a show <laughs> going live forever oh, thank you <laughs> except for when i go to the bathroom <laughs> right. no, um, but uh so it's always going to be curated but finding what what it is you want to show and how much of the messy the messy stuff literally messy room Mm -hmm. or messy life that you show. And then, you know, there's people don't seem to want to see that. They say they do, but that's that's definitely something. I get that too, because like you, you go on social channels to like escape and it's like, do I want to watch someone crying? Right. I mean, I get that. If it's you, Katie, I'm like, what is she? Okay. (laughs) But but do I like, no, I it's get an it. escape for people. So I get that too. It's just really, you know, it's just real. this whole like Instagram content. It's really interesting. Like from just like a psychology yes, aspect yes. to like think about <laughs> whew, like, yeah, where's I, the Scott psychological papers on this whole thing? Like I'm going to read them in 10 years and okay. be like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, uh, yeah. I, and I've had feedback like that before, you know, of kind of, don't necessarily want to know like political views, world views, like personal stuff. Like I'm here to escape and just watch people make. Um, and I tend to push back on that of like, yeah, but you can't really understand the amount of joy making makes me feel if you mm-hmm. don't understand the opposite of that, of like, yeah, exactly how scared I am in this world right now. Like yeah. you will have no idea. Like, allowing myself to escape and to make something and film it and share that with you requires energy a lot of Mm -hmm. energy yeah (laughs) and if you don't know how much energy that required of me because you don't know all the other stuff filling up my brain then you can't appreciate it then yeah then it's just minutiae of like oh yeah then it's just like another yeah (laughs) farmhouse something right yeah Farmhouse is lovely if you live in a farmhouse. (laughs) I don't live in a farmhouse. (laughs) I get it. I get it. (laughs) I'm going to get a text at some point going, can you remove the part where I said (laughs) Hey. Can you you edit this down? I think there's about four minutes of good footage. Thanks. I need to to bring my dog out just to like (laughs) Stella, oh. I'm surprised she hasn't come to see what's going on. Oh, There's no yeah. kids in the house. She's like, ah, sweet peace. Exactly, sweet peace. I don't think she loves it that we've been home these last few years. Uh, our, <laughs> our 12 year old dog has not enjoyed it whatsoever. Yeah, she's she pretty much just like stays on the bed in our bedroom yes. and is like, okay, I like that. I can go pee more, but other than that, you people can go somewhere. Exactly. All right. Well, we we spent time. We did the thing. We went down several tangents, and that's okay. <laughs> are, are we out of time? We are. What? Um, I was like, there's I, no way we're gonna have enough topics to talk about. This oh, was fun. Um, but I do want to make sure to give you a chance again to let people know where they can find you, follow along with you. Oh well, uh, my Northwest Nest. Northwest is abbreviated, so my NW Nest. I don't know. I picked a name on a whim. I wish it had a really good story, but it doesn't. I just picked it because I live here. 
Um, I'm mostly on Instagram and a little bit on the TikTok. Um, you know, I feel a little 90 years old over there on the TikTok, but now apparently, now apparently it's not for the youth anymore. Nope. So we're, you know, just like everything, we uh, horn, our, horn our way in. We come <laughs> in and take it over. And make, <laughs> it, make, it, make it uncool. So I'm over there on the uncool TikTok. Uh, yeah, those are mostly the places I am. I'm, yeah. Is it is it the same on TikTok? Yes. Okay, sweet. Same handle, mostly the same content. Hey, that is very fair. Yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm exploring other things, more casual, less curated, more personality. Yeah. I, that's I where I go. That's like my sandbox to go. Like, oh, I'll go try this out, or I'll go yeah. try this out with content. Um, I save only the you know nice curated stuff for Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm playing with that too. It's less like pretty because it's not really pretty pictures anymore. Gosh, I miss when it was just pictures. Maybe not all pretty, but it was not so loud. It's very loud uh, now. Yeah, yeah. For my yeah. antisocial brain, I'm like, mm. see, I go, the opposite. Overload. I go the opposite direction. I like really? the video, videos versus the pictures. I do like the videos, but yeah. uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's a lot. And I feel like I get through less content because videos take longer. Mm. Mm-hmm. to I don't know yes no, I listen I to it usually yeah. I don't usually don't listen to it anyway it's usually on vibrate mode because <laughs> the kids will come running when I'm like yes. sneaking a little bit of yes <laughs> I'm like what you do mommy what you watching nothing yeah. what's that person doing oh they're making a coffee table <laughs> <laughs> I know my kids are always like why do you watch such boring stuff <laughs> That's why on TikTok, I'm boring and old. I know on TikTok, I have a whole saved like album of just animal videos that I go over to when they're yes. when the kids are around. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, I'm really into like baby duck videos. They're so cute. Cows at a cow rescue. Yes. <laughs> then, oh, yesterday I found a turtle account and I was like this old turtle and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's a turtle. Yes. <laughs> and like roller skating videos. I'm really into those lately. And there's a guy that talks about world borders because, you know, I like to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lady that talks about accents <laughs> and dialects. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just getting older by the moment. Yeah. I get all my news from TikTok these days for the most part. Do you? So, yes. <laughs> I get all my news from my husband. He just tells me when something. Have you heard about? No, tell me. I just, I don't want to watch news. No. I know. My, I don't my want wife... to, but I like, I want to know what's going on. I just yes. like, I want someone to like tell you to tell me down down for me yeah and he is like big into like news and podcasts and sports and he's always listening to the world so it's a good that means he tells me he's gonna listen to this podcast right like oh god i hope not (laughs) i mean for your sake katie yes i hope everybody listens (laughs) i just hope it's nobody i know (laughs) shoot yeah i don't think i'm gonna tell the family (laughs) no i will (laughs) I will. I love you. Uh-huh. Love you, everyone. <laughs> the best. So supportive. That's love right. you. <laughs> All right. Well, it has been a blast. Uh, it has been a blast. I had such a good time. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, thanks for saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always appreciate it when someone is like, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. I'll come talk about myself. That's right. <laughs> Twist my leg. <laughs> All right. Okay. So again, that was Michaela of my Northwest Nest on Instagram. And I will include the links on how you can follow along with her in the show notes for today. Best places to find that is check the description on your podcast app for today's episode. If you're watching this on the Freeman Furnishings YouTube channel, check the description box down below. And lastly, you can head on over to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast and get today's episode show notes as well as all the past episodes. Make sure to follow along with the podcast on Instagram. That's at crafting a revolution, all one word, no spaces, underscores, any of that. So at crafting a revolution. And that's also the best place where you can help support the podcast if you are enjoying it. There's links in the bio there that will take you to Patreon if you want to do um, kind of an ongoing 
donation to the podcast. There's a link there if you want to do a one-time donation. And also, if you just want to share about the podcast, Instagram is the best place to do that. Share about the podcast, tag us at Crafting Revolution. All of that is extremely helpful. While you're there, you can also follow along with your host, myself, Katie Freeman. You can find me at Freeman Furnishings. And my co-host, Katie Thompson, you can find her at Women of Woodworking, as well as Pen and Chisel. Okay, so next week, we'll be back with one brand new episode on Friday. It's a holiday weekend here, at least in the United States. So I hope if you're here, you have a great time with family and friends and enjoy yourself. And as always, in the meantime, till the next episode, let's go craft a revolution. Solution for the toxic masculinities Pollution is the constant evolution of-